this lab, we're going to focus on 2 Corinthians 4, 4 through 6. And what I want to illustrate here is not all the riches that are in this text, because it is one of the most important passages in the Bible on the essence of what it means to be lost or to be perishing and what it means to be saved or to be born again or a new creature in Christ. But rather than mining all the riches here, I simply want to illustrate the wonders that you can see if you're alert to repetitions or to parallels between verses. So, Father, I pray now that you would grant these parallels between verses 4 and 6 to be radiant with the kind of spiritual light that this text is about so that anyone who is with me in studying this text would experience in their hearts the kind of illumination that Paul is so eager for us to know. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. In their case, and that's going to mean uh, the unbelievers here, in the case of unbelievers, the God of this world, that's Satan, which we could show from various parallels both in Paul and in Jesus' teachings, the prince of the power of the air, the ruler of this world who was cast out when Jesus was coming to the end of his life. The God of this world has blinded the minds of unbelievers to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. So, Satan is focusing on keeping unbelievers from seeing the light which streams through the gospel facts, and it's the light of glory, the glory of Christ, who is the very image of God. And the reason Satan is focusing on that is that's because we, Paul, and his associates are proclaiming not ourselves, but Jesus Christ. And so Satan knows that it's not Paul mainly that he needs to discredit. It is Jesus Christ in his glory that he needs to make look foolish. We're proclaiming him as Lord, and Satan wants to make him look ludicrous with ourselves as your servants for Jesus' sake. Now here come the parallels. Watch these. These are so illumining. For God who said, let light shine out of darkness. So you see what he's doing here. He's, he's saying that the blindness here is like the darkness that was on the face of the deep back when uh, light hadn't been brought forth yet by the creative word of God. So the God who said, let light shine out of darkness, in other words, the God who at the beginning created light out of darkness has to do it again, only this time in the heart and not in the world. He has shown in our hearts So this heart work that has to be done is going to be opening to the mind here, which is blind. That's very profound, needs a lot of thought. How is it that the heart work of God's illumination uh, solves the blinding of the mind? He has shown in our hearts to give the light, keep in mind now, light 
of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Now notice notice the parallels. Light here corresponds to light here. The light of the gospel corresponds to the light of knowledge. So light of gospel light of knowledge. And so the gospel is a narration of, of facts, of events that the mind can know, even know uh, as an unbeliever. What the, un, what, what the mind here cannot see because it's blinded is not the, the gospel. It can see the gospel. It can have knowledge. The Satan, has, Satan has wonderful knowledge of the gospel facts, but it's knowledge of glory. It's gospel of glory. So glory corresponds to glory here. And notice, this is the most interesting of all, perhaps. Is there one glory or two glories? This says glory of Christ. This says glory of God. And yet notice quickly, as soon as he says glory of Christ, he says, who is the image of God? And as soon as he says glory of God, he says, in the face of Jesus Christ. And so I think he means for us to think in terms of one glory, the glory of God, that is, God shining in the face of the incarnate God, Jesus Christ, and the glory of Christ, that is, the glory of the Christ who is the very image of God. So what, what do we see? We see that what Satan is about is not just keeping us away from the facts of the gospel. Paul is proclaiming this knowledge here. He's proclaiming this gospel here. And Satan is letting him do it. He'll stop it if he can, but if he can't, that's not his big concern. His concern is to blind the mind, to keep people from seeing the light, a certain kind of spiritual light shining through the gospel, a light shining through the knowledge, and it is the light of glory, the glory of God, the glory of Christ. Because as soon as the mind or the heart apprehends the glory in the gospel, it's over. The battle is over. Blindness is over. And people will be drawn irresistibly to the glory because they're seeing it for what it really is, the beauty of Christ. So what needs to happen? God shines. God shines the God who said, let, let there be light, has now does it again. He shines with what? With a light. This is a spiritual light, a light of glory. Glory of God in Christ, or Christ who is the image of God. And it's through Knowledge, or gospel, and that comes to our heart or mind, or my heart under the mind. And when that happens, the battle is over. We see and we're not 
blind anymore. And when we see, we believe. So the magnificence of these verses here is that verse 4 gives us such a lucid description of our condition apart from the sovereign work of our Creator. We're blind, and not just blind to facts. We have plenty of facts in our minds. This gospel is known to us, but shining through that gospel is a light. A light. And it's a spiritual light. It's the light of glory that we see when this blindness is removed. And how is it removed? God shines in our hearts to give this light of the knowledge. So through the knowledge comes the light of the glory of God. And when it shines through, the work of the God of this world is overcome. Blindness is removed and we see and we believe. And if you're a person who says, I don't see it. I don't see it as irresistibly beautiful and glorious and radiant from a self-authenticating God. What should I do? And the answer is, give yourself to those, that is, give your attention to those who proclaim not themselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord and themselves as God's servant. Listen. And since God is the one who has to open your mind to the light in the listening, pray that God would illumine you as you listen.